your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good evening. Welcome to a special weekend edition of Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jay Foster. Uh, today we are going to look at the Blue Jackets loss on Thursday night. Uh, we're going to preview tonight's game uh, and we're also going to check in around on the Central Division uh, because I made a comment last last episode and I would like to refute that. Um, but we'll start with the whatever the Blue Jackets did on the ice on Thursday night, um, which was just the most Blue Jackets loss. Um, like, we got something like, th- we got 30, 35 shots on goal, and scored once. Uh, Corpusalo was fantastic. He made 20, 29 saves, I think, maybe more. Um, and we still lost 3-1. Uh, which, sure, why not? That seems that seems about right. Um, things I liked from that game, uh, really good to see Boone Jenner get a goal. I've talked about how, you know, seeing him in camp, you can see those flashes of, like, offensive brilliance that scored him 30 goals a couple of seasons ago. Um, I really like that line as a whole, actually, the Jenner-Texier-Bemstrom line. That was fun. Uh, I liked the top line. Uh, Grigorenko had a really good... Uh, first outing as a Blue Jacket, I thought he should have really come away with two goals uh, and didn't only by, you know, the skin of Nashville's teeth uh, and some spectacular saves from Saros. Uh, everyone else was a bit kind of disappointing. Well, no, okay. The fourth line I also really liked, uh, mostly because it's just two sp- two large fast children uh and then riley nash just kind of hanging out at the blue line being like yeah you guys go ahead i'll i'll watch your stuff um which worked surprisingly well um so really it was only the second line that i had a problem with uh they just they seemed invisible i don't know that they did anything particularly bad except for that really stupid penalty that max domi took at like eight minutes left in the third when we were already down by a goal and he decides to like try and clothesline a guy from behind for some reason um but apart from that like that that was the most notable thing about that line I thought which feels like a problem when that's your second line um I know Todorello's mixed up the lines for tonight uh we'll go into that in a minute um like I said Corpusalo I thought was fantastic um it was a typical everything about it was a very blue jackets kind of game you know we did a lot of the right things but we just couldn't score uh i hope corpsalo is angry at the team and not himself for that game because he did everything he could to kind of keep them in it uh and then they kept taking stupid penalties at the third period. They couldn't equalize, and that is kind of where 
That's the story of the last season for the Blue Jackets, basically. Uh, and I was hoping it wouldn't continue into this season, but apparently it has. Um, no goals, only penalties. Uh, I will say the power play, uh, again, was much the same as last season, which is to say bad. Uh, so, you know, nothing nothing new there. Penalty kill continues to be what Alison Lucan calls a power kill. Uh, which is still still one of my favourite things about this team, is the fact that we're like, okay, we're going to take a bunch of penalties, but also our penalty kill is going to be really fun and really good. Uh, so that was that was a, a, pl- a big plus for me, was, okay, we kept taking dumb penalties, but at least we killed them. Um, and I did wonder what our penalty kill was going to look like, because we lost... Uh, Nutavara and Murray on the defense. We lost Wenberg on forwards. Josh Anderson killed penalties. Uh, but, I mean, it looks like we've kind of figured it out along the way. Um, other things I liked, Texier at center, I thought was really good. Uh, and I'm interested to see how that kind of progresses because I think Texier at center... Uh, is something that the Dubois trade depends on. Because if we can make Texier into a legit top six, or a top two centerman on the team, then the need for us to replace Dubois with another center is less. And we can maybe focus on uh, refilling our defensive pool or a scoring winger. Um, I do think I would like to have a center back, but I don't know that we necessarily need to go for a legit number one straight off the bat uh, if Texier keeps developing like he is. Uh, I do like Texier on Dubois' wing. I suspect that is where he will go back to if we get uh, when we get Koivu back, but so far I am pretty happy with Texier on uh, Texier at centre and kind of how that's, how that's doing. Coming up in just a minute, we will uh, look at tonight's upcoming game. Uh, but first, let me tell you a little bit about Bet Online. Uh, NFL playoffs are happening. The NBA is happening. Obviously, the NHL is back, which is very exciting. Uh, and if you want to, you know, make a couple of a couple of cheeky bets, then there's only one place that has you covered, and there's only one place that we trust, and that is BetOnline.ag. If you sign up for a free account today, uh, use promo code Locked On or one word. You get fifty percent welcome bonus. Uh, maybe don't listen to me in terms of what you should bet on, uh, because I told you to bet on the Blue Jackets winning 4-3, and we lost 3-1. Uh, but, you know, we'll disregard that, and the Blue Jackets are going to win today 3-2, I have decided. Uh, so if you feel like you want to trust me, then that is the bet I would make. Uh, so don't sit on the sidelines anymore, get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mostly over, it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want some more wins, then listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football and NBA locks all winter long. So subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts and don't miss an episode. Not a lot has changed tonight uh, for this matchup, I don't think. Uh, the top line has stayed intact. 
uh, and then they've mostly shuffled some wingers around. Uh, defense is unchanged, uh, which is fine, I guess. Uh, I didn't think Del Zotto was particularly good, but he wasn't particularly bad. He was just fine. Uh, I am interested to see Andrew Peake get some game time eventually, but when that will be, I cannot say. Uh, in terms of the wingers, I believe Felino's been moved down to the third line, so it will be Felino, Texier, and then Liam Foody has been bumped up from the fourth line. Uh, that could be a fun line. That is a very kind of throw your weight around and just have fun with it line. Uh, that pushes Boone Jenner goal scorer up to the second line with Domi and Atkinson, which again could be fun, but I suspect will not create a ton of of offense. Uh but that's fine. Neither here nor there. Um as long as Max Domi doesn't take any stupid penalties tonight, then I think I'll uh I'll be content with that. Uh and then the fourth line is Eric Robinson, who I thought had a really good game uh, on Thursday, Riley Nash, eternal fourth-line centerman, uh, and Emil Bemstrom, who, for some reason, just can't get into Torts' as good books. Um, I don't know why. I, I do not know why. Uh, he seems to be doing everything right, but, I don't know, maybe because he doesn't block enough shots, or he doesn't play good enough defense, maybe that's... Maybe that's... I don't know. For whatever reason, Torts has decided that uh, Emil Bemstrom is not worthy of a top six spot yet, so he's just going to keep him on the fourth line, and we'll see where we go from there. Um, I hope he's kept him on the power play, because I do think he, you know, if he gets that uh, sets up properly on the left wing, that one-timer is a force for a force to be reckoned with, but, you know, it dep- that all depends on the Blue Jacks being able to set up in the offensive zone on the power play, which as we have seen, is uh, not necessarily a given. Um, goaltending, we're swapping out Corpusalo for Merzlikens, which is not a surprise, uh, and it's nothing to do with Corpusalo losing on Thursday. It's We have two starting goaltenders. We're going to basically flip-flop them, I think, is is the plan. So Merzlikens tonight, uh, I suspect... We'll get Corpusalo on Monday against the Red Wings, and then Merzlikens on Tuesday against the Red Wings. Um, so, you know, there's nothing there's nothing particularly untoward in terms of what's happening with the goalies. Uh, it's what I expected. Uh, I'm pleased to see Merzlikens playing so soon. Uh, I did worry that it would kind of... Tortorella would make him sit for a little bit longer but it, no it's it's good to see that it seems to be okay you start then you start it's a real kind of 1a 1b situation which i love um in terms of the preds i don't think they'll have changed that much uh i don't at the time of recording know who is starting for them uh i suspect Rene. So it'll be interesting to see if we have any more or less luck playing against a different goalie. Uh, I thought Saros had a really good game uh, on on Thursday. And, you know, he is. He's a good goalie. Uh, Rene is also a good goalie, but he's kind of getting on. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of see what, how things, how things shake out. Um, typically, the Jackets respond well to 
that kind of loss. Um, it's rare that you kind of see the Blue Jackets fall apart after playing a decent game and losing anyway. Um, just because they couldn't score, they tend to play decently the next game. It's not a case of, oh, we played really badly this game, uh, now we need to kind of revert back to type or anything like that. I think it's a case of, okay, we did everything right except this, now let's do everything right again, but score a couple more goals. Uh, so I will, uh, once again, I'm going to predict a 3-2 win for the Jackets uh, in overtime, because why not? Um, and I will predict a goal for Grigorenko, uh, a goal for Domi, and a goal for Atkinson. Let's, let's say that. Um, I was, I did not make a single correct prediction on the last episode, so on Monday, Monday's episode, let's, uh, we'll see how, we'll see how my predictions did. Uh, coming up in just a minute, let's, uh, check in on the central uh we've had a few games played since we last checked in uh so it'll be interesting to kind of see what's what's going on with other teams uh make sure you get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from locked on fantasy hockey fantasy hockey expert scott cullen gives you the tips insights and analysis for season-long dynasty and dfs leagues breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. So, on Thursday, I I made a, a comment on, oh, maybe maybe the Red Wings will be better than Chicago this season. Um, literally, like, 24 hours later, they got shut out by the Carolina Hurricanes uh, and they took 14 shots all game. Which is not great. Um, I think partially that is a reflection on how good Carolina is and not all how bad Detroit is. Uh, But at the same time, Chicago played the defending Stanley Cup champions and still managed to score a goal and get more than 14 shots. Uh, So I think Chicago-Detroit games are going to be really fun this season in terms of it's, you know, it's literally going to be, okay, who can allow the least goals? Um, it's going to be a bunch of, like, 6-5 and 7-6 games, which is going to be fun. Um, Chicago's problem is and continues to be goaltending, I think. Uh, Subban did not have a great first outing uh, in his first game. They played Delia last night who had a really solid kind of first 40 minutes and then fell apart a little bit at the end um but I thought it was promising uh whereas whereas you know the um the Red Wings have Thomas Grace in net which should stabilize things a little bit for them however I do think that Bernier should get more games than he probably will, uh, because he was the only thing keeping them above water uh, last season. Uh, going back to the Blackhawks, they have scored three goals so far this season, uh, one from Dylan Strome on the power play, uh, one from Alex Dabrinka, one from Patrick Kane. 
which is all of the one, all of the guys that you would expect to be scoring. Um, so there's nothing kind of untoward there, I don't think. Um, their fourth line is also kind of fun. Uh, they seem to be the only line on the team that can kind of have sustained offensive zone time, which is not ideal for your fourth line, but is very fun to watch. Um, uh, we will be facing Chicago after we face Detroit, I believe. I don't have the schedule in front of me, uh, but that'll be that'll be an interesting interesting first matchup, I think. Blue Jackets versus Chicago, much like the uh, Blue Jackets versus Detroit, which is what is happening on Monday. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to walk out of tonight with a win. If not, I like to think that we will win at least one, if not both, of our games Monday, Tuesday. Um, the As of the time of recording this, the Hurricanes-Wings game is about to start, so when this is done, I am going to go and watch that and see if they manage to get more than 14 shots a game. You never know. Um, and I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh... Monday, Monday's episode, I will break down the uh, second Predators game. Hopefully, we'll look at some wins. Uh, we'll check back in with the Central Division. Uh, and next week, I will also be sitting down with Locked On Red Wings hosts uh, Nolan Bianchi to talk about the Red Wings and look at uh, the first two games of the season against Detroit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jaythegoalie. You can find this podcast where I will be live tweeting tonight's game at LO underscore bluejackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you on Monday.